Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Middle call! Hey, If you guys only knew. I mean. Do it again. I, good afternoon, everybody. YouTube podcasters, how you doing? I did an incredible open. Turns out Guy didn't hit the record. We, we had that happen a couple weeks ago, but no big deal. Pivot fast. The best part about the internet, best part about technology. It's like uh, when we were kids playing video games, you'd screw up, you just press restart, and you start playing again. You just uh, brought the heat to open the podcast, and we were not live. I know. I RIP'd Robin Williams and Good Morning Vietnam, and maybe people from Vietnam are watching this. You never know. Hope everyone's doing well. And, um, and yeah, subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube page. Hey, Middlecoff, Ham, you guys know the drill. Use all of our promo codes. If you guys ever need beds, employment, or uh, ball trimmers, we got you covered. We'll tell you more about it coming up. Again, we just were at 49er practice, and I hope everyone's doing good. How's everyone How's everyone doing? Uh, did you promote the like and subscribe? Oh, yeah, like, subscribe, like, subscribe, share. Big fan of organic reach, so share the YouTube page. Tell people about it. Share the podcast. 
Share with your friends, share with your enemies. When you talk about anything going on, and if you listen to us, just mention it to your other friends that you would think would fall into our demo. Sports fans, guys, preferably a lot of money so they can invest in the advertisers so they keep coming back. This is a business. We're trying to feed our families, even though we don't have any, but maybe one day. And uh, yeah, check it out. Everything we got. Did you mention the mailbag or was that on the fake open? That we I think it was on the fake open. So here's what we do. We're going to have to, the summer months are right around the corner. There is not going to be much going on. Maybe guy will go solo, break down the all-star break and the hot stove trade deadline. That's probably a month or two away. Yeah. I look and uh, we're going to need some like content. We're going to need the people and you guys are a big part of the show. So if you go to Apple iTunes and I know, we were leaving practice, and guy said Stitcher. Some guy tweeted at us, like, I can't find you on Stitcher. I've never even heard of it. The majority of why we talk about Apple iTunes is because you see the pie chart. And you talk to anyone in the podcast business that's got any sort of listenership, the overwhelming, not like 60%, like 95% of people listen on Apple iTunes. It's like Tim Cook and Steve Jobs. They got the market corner. It just is what it is. I mean, I, we don't control that. You guys do. That's where you listen. So leave a review with your question anything it could obviously be about football could be about trey could be about jimmy it could be about life we don't care leave your favorite bar leave us five stars preferably some of you guys did one stars we don't necessarily appreciate that but listen (laughs) we do not this is not the saudi league we don't tell you what to do you can do whatever you want so do that and i know some people then respond i listen on spotify obviously understand that spotify exists and they're pretty big too you can leave reviews there now people have told us you can leave a review there i just don't know if we're going to stumble upon it so Apple iTunes is where we will stumble upon it. Or even YouTube, we you know we see some good content or comments. Uh, yeah. Share the podcast, share the YouTube page. You guys know the drill. Good to see you. Good to talk to you. Good job, John. That's how you start a show. Twice. Oh, okay, see you guys. <laughs> I say keep going. Let me sit back. I, um, I just, that's just, there's just a lot. Yeah. If you're listening uh, to this, smash that record, guys. Smash that record. (laughs) If you're listening to this on Thursday, then you already know what happened in the Warriors Celtics game. But as we're live on YouTube, or if you're catching this thing Wednesday when it first comes out, obviously we're before um, we're before game uh, game three of the NBA Finals. So we were just uh, before we hopped on, we were talking Belichick, and you know Belichick's king of like when the bees are making a run, when the Red Sox are making a run, when the Celtics are making a run, when Danny Woodhead's trying to you know, qualify for the U.S. Open. He, he he keeps the local and his people like at the – he's smart that way. And uh, he had a Boston Celtics hat on today. They actually kind of had like mid-80s Celtics hat vibes going. And we were taking – do you do you expect to see Belichick tonight when you're watching on ESPN? 100%. I do. Yeah. ESPN, not ABC tonight? Or ABC, yeah, you know. Whatever. Is Breen back? Uh, well, Van Gundy got off the schneid a couple of days ago, so I would yeah. expect Mike Breen. Maybe Mike Breen's like, I'm kind of over this. <laughs> Van Gundy might have just had uh, the flu. Yeah, monkey pox. Might have had monkey. Monkey pox, I don't think he would have bounced back as fast from. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Maybe they don't appear on his face. I don't quite get it. Yeah. John, before we go any further, let's tell the people about our friends. At Manscaped.com, promo code ham. Manscaped.com, promo code ham. It is the best. In men's grooming, right now you can get the biggest ultimate hygiene bundle yet, the Platinum Package 4.0 with the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, the Ultra Premium Body Wash, the Ultra Premium 2-in-1 Shampoo and Conditioner, the Ultra Premium Deodorant, the Crop Preserver Anti-Chafing Deodorant, the Crop Reviver Spray, and the Anti-Chafing Boxers, plus... The Shed Travel Bag 
to hold on to your goods while traveling, all for 20% off and free shipping when you use the code HAM. Yeah, manscaped.com, promo code HAM. I, I may or may not have this morning uh, trimmed and done a big trim job uh, before I hopped in the shower. And you know the best part about the Lawnmower 4.0, which is easily their best model, and the 2.0 was awesome, the 3.0 was awesome, how smooth it is, how, how, how quiet it is, and how portable it is. You know, the major- we're, we're in our 30s. When we were young, and if you wanted to get one of these things, you usually had to plug it in somewhere. And if you didn't have a plug in your bathroom, it was impossible to get near the toilet. Sometimes you're using a trash can. Mm. And it, it was a lot difficult, more difficult before. USB charging guy. It's you, so it's, it's, it's a handheld thing. There is no cord. And it's waterproof, LED light. It's, I, I, I just can't rave enough about the Lawnmower 4.0. I, I do think it is one of the great individual things we've ever pushed on, on this show. I'm not, I'm being dead serious for any guy. Yeah. No pushback. Just push. Yeah. Just, just push it with the weed whacker. Um, I'm going to push uh, uh 20% off free shipping code ham manscaped.com 20% off free shipping manscaped.com. There's a lot of people out there, John pushing manscaped promo codes on you, but ham is the one you should use. It's time to enjoy the finer things in life and get yourself the premium package. The premium platinum package for your own very premium platinum package. Here's what I want you to know, too. So you can find, obviously, Manscapes a lot of places, like I said. If you're thinking about what promo code I'm going to use, if you don't use ours, we'll go out of business. Just no pressure. Yeah. So you better use ours. If you want yourselves um, owners in this content. It's it's the way for you to buy equity in our content. Use the promo code. Did you hear Bill Simmons say that uh, before we get to some Niner stuff that Balmer that Balmer's new Clippers stadium is going to have one side of the stadium with no luxury suites, just going to be like bleacher seats up the whole side to try and make it as loud as possible? I thought it was absolutely genius, it's, it's, isn't it? Yes, absolutely genius. If I, you know, I was thinking if I were him, now that you, you're not, you couldn't charge you couldn't charge as much for those seats, right? Well, but but see, that's the thing is like, how are you going to get people in? Lakers tickets, I, I mean, everything obviously gets more expensive. What if he charged an, a, a ridiculously low amount of money, like relative to NBA tickets? $75 to get in. Or yeah, yeah, 60 75 And you're like, well, we're not making as much money. Well, you're already not making as much on the suites. It's not going to affect how much you can pay players. You're rich as hell. So how do you undercut the Lakers? Well, you got to start by getting people in. Do you think that would really work the reverberation off the wall like they were talking? I think what he's saying is just it's a wall of seats. So that, especially if the seats are metal, which would be a little nuts to have bleacher seats. They're very said, uncomfortable. Yeah, he said Rose Bowl level seats. So that I know, would, which is extremely uncomfortable, right? Would you would you do the wall, but individual seats and softer? I would do individual seats and just, yeah, just a wall of seats, no suites. I'd make I do, everybody I do think wear. You can, you can fit more people when you do it that way, right? Yeah, you can. I'd make everyone wear a metal helmet or something and then, or like give every seat like its own little thing they could yell through. Yeah. And, um, Obviously, thunder sticks, and you're off and rolling. The the problem is Balmer's payroll is pretty high. Like he does need, like he's always going to be right there with the worst. Like they're paying a lot of people a lot of money. Well, <laughs> you know, he's he's Microsoft. Like everyone keeps saying he's super rich. Well, every other stock in America has plummeted. Have they just like isn't a lot of his wealth tied to them? Like if their stock's been cut in half, he's had to lose some of his wealth. Now it's paper wealth, but still. How much cash does he have on hand? Do you think? Would you guess he has a bank account where there is over $500 million in cash? 
not I mean, not not through the business. I'm just saying his own person, not like the Clippers or you know through another entity. I'm just saying like Steve Ballmer, a Chase, a Wells Fargo, Bank of America, USA with an account. Yeah. What would the number you guess? The largest sum of just cash, not stocks or brokerages. Well, how much I, do you do you think there's a minimum amount that the NBA requires owners to have cash available? It's a good question. Because I, I like I fundamentally, know. you shouldn't just keep five hundred million dollars in cash, right? Was well, it money all relative? What if you're worth a billion? You know, that's fi- true. Uh, Fifty billion. That's right? true. That's like his version of keeping fifteen thousand dollars in a bank account. Yeah, if someone's worth a million dollars on paper and you have seventy five thousand cash, it's all. I yeah, mean, that's, a, that's a larger percentage than you right. know some of the numbers right. yeah. you can do. I bet he's got a re- like an amount of money that just. The amount of things he'd have to buy to put a dent in that cash reserve. Five hundred feels a little high. I it probably in the ones would be my guess. Hundred mil, hundred twenty five mil. Yeah, I could see something like that. Billionaires just, are not as liquid as you think, says Kenneth. Well, one hundred. We're not saying that. We are just acknowledging when you are worth fifty, eighty billion, and it's especially a time like now where it's like you know a lot of moving parts. You're not that comfortable. You know you got to build a stadium. I think that's when you cash out and you leave a little. People make their best purchases when times get weird like they are right now, not when fucking everything's booming, right? Mm-hmm. That's when he makes his money when everything's booming because he's riding the wave. Now he's taking money out and he's waits. So it's like something happens weird. He's ready to pounce. Buy, buy some uh, land at a discount. Yeah, or, you, uh, just, you just sh- – weird shit. You just never know. Maybe buy – you know, used car prices going down. Maybe he buys a fleet of those. Not – probably not. <laughs> The average billionaire, Swansong says, with a quote which makes it seem like it came from somewhere, uh, the average billionaire only holds 1% of their net worth in liquid assets like cash. I would argue there is absolutely zero chance that that is a real stat. I'm not saying that that's not close. How would they know? Khalil says, ex-Braves baseball player and Falcons, Brian Jordan once told me he keeps most of his millions in Merrill Lynch. Uh, And then Pete, on the stream asks, how did rookie wide receiver Danny Gray look in OTAs? Good. Uh, Confused. A good Mohawk thing going, doesn't he? He spent a lot of his time looking at the practice script in his hands because he was not participating. I, I saw a lot of uh, studious nature with the guy. Yep. He was following he Brandon had, Ayuk around. He had the look of, I've been getting screamed at with every play in the playbook since I've been here. I, I have to know this stuff like the back of my hand because he did not look up from the, uh, I, I think usually the piece of paper those guys are holding is the practice script for the day with all the plays. So he goes, what would I have done? Like, so I get a mental rep, even though I'm not practicing. Rep number three, my position runs X. Do I Would I have known that in the huddle when they call Kyle's crazy play? Right. He is, to, to be clear, he did not practice Wednesday. He did not practice Tuesday at mandatory OTAs. We were there last week when he appeared to tweak his hamstring, was walking around with a Theragun on his hammy, came back into practice. But I don't think he's practiced since whatever last – well, I shouldn't say I don't think he's practiced since last Tuesday because I don't know that. But I know when we saw him last Tuesday, like more than a week ago, something was up with his hammy and they've been holding him out. I would say remove Juwan from the group of Debo, Ayuk, and now him. What we we hit on this all week, and we've been hitting on this now for a while. They're not a very big group, right? Wouldn't you put him in their size category when he's just standing around him, body type? He might yeah. be a little taller, but I would not call the, those that trio 
physically intimidating. I mean, Debo is from a thick standpoint, but just talking height. Trey's not throwing to AJ Brown and uh, and DK Metcalf out there. Right, right, right. Yep. <laughs> just, now, the way you get away with smaller guys is skill, right? And you, you like the Deshaun thing. If you've ever been around Deshaun, he is tiny, and he was for a stretch of football one of the most dangerous players in the league for over half a decade. So it's skill, and I think coaches would tell you this. And Kyle mentioned this when we asked him about Jawan Jennings at the skill positions is more important than size, right? There have been a lot of big players that couldn't function. And there have been a lot of smaller players with skill who can play at a really high level. So, and the reason they drafted him when you and I were bullshitting with John Lynch a couple weeks ago, no big deal. They really loved his skill set, right? A lot of people in the league did. He was fast, productive for a, you know, spread offense team, but physicality he's not scared for a smaller guy i think iuk possesses that too right yeah not not afraid there are some basic requirements to play for shanahan at receiver one of them is unafraid you know what i think i think draymond green does not get enough well whether he gets enough credit or not i don't know but so much of the focus on draymond is about his attitude rightfully so like he is a force of nature in a positive way i think we'll see what happens as we record this before game three um, if the Warriors win the championship, it feels like it's trending towards Steph Curry finally getting his finals MVP. But I think so. I, but I actually think there's a world where Draymond Green is the finals MVP also. Guy, that would be controversial. Well, I know. I, 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 my point ultimately, if they win a championship, they're like, he had I'd two points probably, in game one. Uh, no, I understand. I'm not saying, I'm just saying he is, they can't win a championship without him. And Impossible. they can't win a championship without Steph. And, you know, I I think there's a world in which that'd be um, he'd be worthy of it. But my point is, sorry, that was an aside. For all the talk about Draymond's personality, Looney. he's really skilled. Like now, he's not a very good shooter, right? Looney, good call. He's not a very good shooter. He's not a very good scorer, but he's a phenomenal passer. His ability, you and I've been talking about this for a few weeks, to dribble at a while running very fast is a is a not a common skill. He's very good at it. Sometimes it feels a little out of control but he's very aggressive with it. And, um, you know, I think when you're an undersized guy in that sport, like him, you have to earn so much of it with your, your, uh, your work ethic. And in football, you have to earn a lot of it by being fearless because you just have to be willing to stretch your body in ways that taller players don't have to stretch their bodies. Um, so, but let's talk about Trey Lance at practice on Wednesday made two throws that we've been waiting to see him make, downfield connections. He did them on back-to-back throws. One to Ray Ray McLeod, one to Jordan Matthews. Both were 50-yard touchdowns. Both were about 40 yards in the air. Ray Ray was on the sideline where he had beaten Ambry Thomas. Jordan Matthews was more down the middle of the field. After you and I were having a conversation after the Ray Ray catch, I said to you, do you think throwing that sideline ball is easier than throwing the middle of the field ball because you're just throwing it to a spot and you don't have a DB coming from the other side? And you said, no, I think it's harder because you got to be, you have less field to work with. But in any event, he threw both of them back to back. And we had not, we had not seen in these few weeks of practice, Trey Lance hit on those throws. I do think the sideline pass is much more difficult because it requires. If you're going to do it right, right, you have to hit the guy in stride over his shoulder. And I would say typically that guy, the DB, for the most part, I mean, there can be blown coverages. 
for the NFL, wouldn't you say even 80%, 85% of the completions, the DB is relatively close. And while there's no John Lynch or Steve Atwater coming over to kill you anymore, they still do come over to play the ball. Like there, there typically can be two players right there. So you have to put it on the shoulder toward the sideline. I, I, I think it's much more difficult because over the middle of the field, especially if you're hitting either, you know, it, the Niners have a big slot receiver in Jawan Jennings or their tight end, who also is very athletic. And it could even be Twelly, who is a bigger player. They can make an adjusted kind of get big. And sometimes they're on a linebacker. So I put a lot more value. Not that the th- the second throw wasn't awesome because it's, it's always good whether your quarterback is Tom Brady or it's fucking Baker Mayfield to see that pass completed in practice because ultimately that pass is a game changer in, in the sport of football, whether you're talking high school, whether you're talking the NFL, it's much easier to hit it in high school when you have good players. It's harder to hit in the NFL regardless who's on your team. But that is going to be an element that the 49ers just didn't have last year. And obviously Ray Ray uh, is an interesting player, but like they Brandon Ayuk can go deep. Debo Samuel can go deep. Like they have two guys that can go deep. And their other guy who can also get deep, as Kyle talked about with Jawan, who can get open, is huge. So you don't have to be as accurate. Just put it up there in the field and let him high point, which remember when we were watching him in Tennessee, because the knock on him was he was really slow, but he did high point. He is very, very skilled. Push the ball down the field. And, and we haven't seen Kittle. We haven't seen George, which we know he can do that, right? He's made some, I would say, I mean, some of his catches throughout his career have been remarkable, right? Jumping, leaping in the air, playing the ball in the air. And and even IU, for being a shorter wide receiver, does have an incredible radius to catch the ball, right? Just in terms of he can, and obviously Debo is very, very skilled, but this just wasn't Jimmy's cup of tea. It just wasn't, you know, for whatever. It's not because Jimmy can't throw the ball far enough. I don't know if he didn't trust his accuracy, uh, whatever it was. It, it is just, and maybe they made a conscious effort today with the play calls, but it, it's, you, you don't, part, part of like, there's a reason like a bazooka does something different than a pistol. Like part of having Trey or Josh Allen or Mahomes, guys with bigger arms, you, you want to utilize them. Now you need the right player with them. It's always, I mean, let's face it, Alex took a lot of shit when he resurrected his career with Harbaugh, and then even with Andy, it was like, you know, you're leaving plays on the field because he can't do it, or he just refuses to even try because there's like a, an uncertainty in his own belief in the ability to make the throw. Because if you do underthrow it, it is an easy pick, right? If you, you know, a 50-yard pass, if it only travels 42, if the DB just turns his head, fuck, he just, he'll Willie Mays catch it. It is yeah. a risky throw. Yeah. Yeah. And we had not seen him make good. We've seen a couple of them. Like you said, it felt like there were to have back to back deep balls from Trey. We've not seen that in the practice. If we didn't see it Tuesday, we didn't see it the last Tuesday. We didn't see it the Tuesday before that. Now, have we seen a bomb from Trey in a team period like that? I mean, a bomb, not not like a over the middle, like 30 yard dime, but like a bomb. Yeah. I mean, connect. No, we saw the incompletion on a I mean, a really incomplete pass on Tuesday. And we saw the ball last Tuesday, a week ago, that went to uh, six down the sideline, and it wasn't really close to uh, connecting. Marcus Johnson. Marcus Johnson. And then we also saw um, – There was the Ayuk play down the field, but that, he completed it, but I wouldn't call it a bomb. In terms of like – we've seen – I think we've seen three, and he was 0 for 3. in gotcha. Last Tuesday and then the previous Tuesday. 
So we've not seen him, I don't think, hit one of those, let alone hit two on back-to-back plays. And, um, uh, you know, I thought it was significant because you and I were having, it, up to that point of practice, Niner by Nature on the stream says, Ray Ray pass was wobbly, I hear. We were standing right there where Ray Ray caught the ball. You and I did the thing simultaneously that everybody on the sideline loves to say. And you and I heard you do it as it was coming out of my mouth. We both said, got him. Like you could see Ray Ray get past Ambry Thomas. And we both said, got him. And then you got to throw the ball and hit it. And he hit it. I thought it was a really good throw. I don't remember thinking that was wobbly. And you and I had had several conversations today at practice with some tray balls that are not always pretty. Yeah, I wouldn't call him uh, throw the direct spiral. But I was thinking about this on the drive home. You can, because part of it, you're just nitpicking. Like, there's not much going on. You're really just nitpicking his, the ball coming out of his hands, the velocity of it, the spiral. Philip Rivers is a guy that doesn't throw that many spirals. Peyton Manning, a lot of the weak arm guys didn't. So to me, if you can be an explosive arm and throw a little wobbly of a ball, I thought for the most part, he was pretty accurate today, which if you're accurate with a wobbly ball, using those two guys as an example, it doesn't necessarily matter. I think we can – there have been a lot of guys that throw tight spirals that fucking get run out of the league. Well, Nate right? Sudfeld throws a really good spiral, right? He's not a starting NFL quarterback. Does make $2 million to play in the NFL. But but I'm saying, like, he throws no, – if know. you just watched him throw, if you only judged ball flight, you'd say Nate Sudfeld's got – although he underthrew a ball badly today that got intercepted. So what I'd say Purdy throws a pretty tight spiral. Not with a lot of velocity, but yeah, he no, does throw he, a really he, good he throws a he throws a tight ball. Trey had another throw to the other side of the field that was – I mean, he threw it very hard, and it was a good enough spiral. And it was I wonder if throw. Brock Purdy is a good comp for Jake Hayner. I think Jake's more might be a little more athletic. I think Jake's more athletic than Brock Purdy. J- Jake is. might actually have just more physically physical gifts, but I think size wise, I, yeah, I, I think they're probably arm, pretty. It's interesting. I bet his arms a little better. You think Hayner is, is Jake like a better version of Brock Purdy? Um. I think he's a little more dynamic version. I mean, Brock Purdy was two-time all Big 12 quarterback, right? Well, yeah, I mean, Jake has a chance. I guess Carson Strong was last year, but I, I just think there's something in that vein of that type guy. That's interesting. Yeah. I think Brock Purdy, we've talked about him, like can make that team. But anyway, I, I thought it was encouraging to see Trey do it. At this point, we don't know if they're going to, if they're they're pl- planning to, p- to practice Thursday. Uh, Juwan Jennings and Brandon Ayuk were just hanging out today. And we'll talk about them in Debo. They get, so, they get the they get the baseball just like uh, after day night doubleheader or whatever. We just like you just get to hang out the next day. You don't do shit. You just sit there. It's like yeah, you're not even gonna pitch hit today. Oh yeah, no. Like you are. Don't even put on your jocks. Yeah, if you today. if, if you want to slam a couple hot dogs, just do what you do what you do, Doug. This day's you. If you want to leave in like the seventh, if we're winning. Go home. Um. So that's part of it, right? He was today throwing to pretty random guys. Like, I mean, Jordan Matthews, Ray Ray McLeod, those are not the starting players that are going to be in there. I mean, Ray Ray's an NFL player for sure, right? He's been in the league, played on teams, caught balls for playoff teams. But, like, if everyone's healthy in a game, beside, like, some, you know, throughout the game when some specific plays get called, he will not be on the field if everyone's healthy, right? Yeah, yeah. He should be throwing those balls to Ayuk and Debo and... John, Je- John Jennings and Kittle. The Kittle one is the one we really have not gotten to see. But even like Jordan Matthews is behind even like Jordan Matthews doesn't make the team, right? No, no he hasn't. But he's a good guy. People like him. Transition tight end. Good story. 
Yeah. Talented guy. You know, I mean, he's a former receiver. Chip Kelly drafting the second round over Devontae and Jarvis, but. Bad pick? No, I mean, remember the first couple of years, I think Jordan Matthews had like 80, 80 catches, like was very, very productive. But I'd say over the time, uh, it's proven that Devontae was the right pick of the cluster. Yeah. And then Jarvis would be second. Yeah. I think this was the last thing I wanted to see from Trey Lance in the in the environment that we get to watch him, right? Seven on seven is there's even 11 full team. You're not getting hit. There's a little more traffic. There's only so much we could see. I've been waiting to see him throw the ball deep. And um, I think all in all, whenever OTAs are done, whether it's today or tomorrow or whether they do one more next week, I've come away big picture, very encouraged by Trey Lance. I think we've seen the things we need to see. He's looked very comfortable, very at ease. Um, you, see what Trent Green- Williams, you see what Trent Williams said yesterday? Like he's just very calm. He's just one thing you notice. Now he's obviously he was around him last year, hasn't been around him all offseason until this week. Yeah. He's not technically even in the huddle with him, but you know, I mean standing nearby. Maybe Kyle's telling Trent that. I clear he just has a very, very calm demeanor to him. Yeah. I think it's obvious when you look at him, when you watch him. Yeah. I'd say the Niners just have a pretty good vibe going at their practice. Uh the last two days. I mean, the one we went to. Was it the second one that was kind of a, I mean, no one was there. This, the, well, that that might have been felt, the first one. These have felt the last two days just very professional in and out. Not much. I mean, it's it's easy from a time standpoint for these guys, right? They're on the field. What? No longer than an hour and 30 minutes. Yeah. But they are just feels like a very high level thing, which I think can be easily derailed if you have a quarterback that doesn't know what's going on. Right. Remember when the when the Broncos came a couple years ago? Like Simeon was the quarterback. We're like, what is going on with these guys? And it was just a lot. Simeon and uh, not Oswald. Was it Locke? Might have been Osweiler. Someone kind of random. It was like, this is just not going to work. And it didn't. And it's kind of started there post Peyton and it just kind of derailed. You can feel a vibe when the quarterbacks are just a little overwhelmed because balls hit the ground. And obviously it changes. Like there is a level, you know, we, we talk about like being out there. Part of it is, you don't spend too much time talking about like Trent Williams and Nick Bosa. It's kind of more about the random guys because they, and I've just learned over the years, you can't like Marcus John, random guys make a play. It really doesn't mean that much because those guys have to prove it to do it in training camp where it gets a lot harder in the pads, seven straight days. It just gets more difficult. But I would say that Trey is proven because that's, that's something we have to watch come August is like, remember last year they say he really hit a wall. I, I think he's much more prepared this year, hopefully, right? Off season. You know, he's he's been in a team now for a while. He knows everybody. Uh, but that is something to keep an eye on. And you'd even just say as the season goes, even if it starts well, because th- their team's loaded. Like this is a to me f- healthy, like going into the season, they're an eleven win team, even with an unknown, talented young quarterback. Like that's I'm gonna pick him to go eleven and six. And if you tell me he's good, like that t- could turn into like 13 and four pretty easy. A couple injuries could go 10 again, but like they're really good. They- they're easily like, we've been around this long enough. This is one of the better teams in the NFL. I mean, shit, we saw it last year when they were on with a quarterback that had multiple injuries. They could beat anybody on the road in playoff games. But like that adds just, there's just a lot of juice. And one thing, Jimmy, seventh, eighth year guy, like you just are, you understand the complete grind as a player. There's, it's a lot different as the backup, right? You go into meetings and stuff, but you're actually not. You're just sitting there during the games. One of the questions that you were talking, who were we talking 
to before. I don't know if it was Dubow or Larry Kruger about like one of the questions with them is just going to be, we know if you just play the way Jimmy played, which is you're throwing the ball 21 times and handing it off as much as possible. We know what that looks like. So when then does Kyle decide to dial things up for Trey Lance that are different? How many risks does he take with Trey Lance? Does he try to play this year as, let me just get the basics with Trey, and I think as a complete package, this team can win 11, 12 football games? Or does he think, man, I can cut it loose a lot more now, and the sky is the limit? I think Kyle's personality is, I will dial a few up here and there, but otherwise, let's play this thing safe. We can be a little conservative, and we can play defense and run the football to, you know, at minimum, a wild card appearance, which is... When you look at their division, I think reasonable. So now, you know, it, how how do you get in a lot of third and sevens? Like, do you run the football is going to be the biggest question for this team. Can they run the football effectively on first or second down and then leave Trey in, in really good, you know, positive situations on third down? Because uh, if they can, then you don't have to take a lot of chances. What would you guess Matt Ryan is MVP year with the Super Bowl team that under Kyle averaged attempts? Pass attempts per game? For 16, over 16 games. Uh, did he lead the league in passing that year? What? I mean, he threw 5,000 yards and 38 touchdowns. So I would imagine he was near the list. I'm, uh, I'm going to say he averaged um, 28 attempts a game. 33. Wow. Like looking at it, I mean, he was now again established veteran player. They had been together a couple of years. He was very far along in his career. That number, like I, I would imagine Kyle's goal, like again, like a any coach would say this, things change, you learn more as games go on. But I, I think you have a relative like the way we want to play would probably be like 25 attempts a game for Trey, especially early on, the first, you know, seven, eight games, like to ease into his career. I mean, Patrick Mahomes started, it just, boom, they were winning MVP. Like, it was kind of clear, like, halfway through his, that first year starting, like, this guy's going to be the MVP of the league. And they Now, granted, his coach philosophically believes in throwing the ball. That's I, I guess part of it's different, right? For example, when Andy drafts Mahomes, they do it with the vision of making this guy a great passer. Like, this guy's going to kick, because we're going to pass it 40 times a game or whatever. Like, that's just how we play. Kyle, Kyle's philosophical belief is running the ball. Like whether Matt Ryan's his quarterback or whether it's not. Now, the other thing is Matt Ryan threw seven picks that year. So when you are not turning the ball over, it's much easier to doubt, you know, why did Peyton Manning and Tom Brady in their primes, you you knew they weren't going to turn the ball over. Part of it is like, you don't mind. Kyle probably had a million pass plays the last year that at different times he held back because he just didn't trust Jimmy to not turn the ball over. Even if he thought like this might work, but I can't risk it. That's part of it. You have to, trust your quarterback to not give it to the other team because that was really i mean the niners are a 12 win team last year if jimmy doesn't fucking turn it over i mean he had some turnovers last year that were crippling crippling obviously special teams too but jimmy's i mean that tennessee now he i granted he was thumb was hurt but i mean that pick he threw over the middle now the pick the pick he threw against the rams in the first half was oof. Uh, and the one he almost threw late against them along the side. Oh my god, where they was like, oh, oh, I guess he threw another one where they batted it up. Remember that thing? That's right. In the goal on the uh, like behind Kittle, and then Jalen Ramsey like hit it up like this. Yeah, Uh, that's gonna that's gonna happen to Trey. This is 
well, yeah, he's not throwing seven picks to your point. This is not, we'd have to do a much deeper dive than like some raw attempt numbers in terms of, I would bet the way Patrick Mahomes threw the ball was very different than the way Alex Smith threw the ball. Like, I think we can, we can guess that that was the case, but Alex Smith's year in Kansas city when Mahomes was the backup. So his last year in KC best year of his career, 33.6 attempts per game. And you said Matt Ryan was how many attempts per game? Like 33.5. So they were, again, we have to do a deeper dive on like how far down the field the ball was going. I'd imagine Matt was pushing a little farther now. And Alex was throwing bubble screens. But nonetheless, the next year Mahomes takes over from Alex's 33.6 attempts, Mahomes then went to 38. 36.25. So three more attempts per game. Not a wild number. Again, they were probably different, but not a wild number. I wouldn't you be so absolute, if Jimmy was 31 last game. What last year? What is this going to be? I think if you ask Kyle right now, it'd like to be like 27, 28 average. Yeah. Cause you're going to have a couple games that just skew 40. If you're down a couple touchdowns, like you don't, you lose games. So when you lose, that means you're down and you're trying to play a comeback. Right. That's right. part of the sport. Right. And it's no different with Jimmy. I bet if you have Jimmy's log, like, some of those games toward the end, like the Rams game where they were down 17 to three, even though they, I guess they ran it to come back. Actually, that's probably a bad example. The Titans game, they probably threw it a bunch because they started losing in the second half early in the season. They had some games where they were down, they had to throw it. It's just, it's just somewhat of it is predicated on like individual games. You have three or four where you're down 14 points in the second half. You have no choice. That's what makes Kyle a little unique though. He will keep running the football. Yeah. And he will run the ball. You're saying when he's down or when he's up? Both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, by the way, real quick, Ray Ray McLeod, I don't, you know, at the risk of making him like the Trent Sherfield of this this period last year in training camp, it was like, oh, Trent Sherfield's making plays. But Ray Ray's different in that they signed, like they made a concerted effort to go bring in Ray Ray McLeod. He was one of the biggest signings they had the offseason. Now he's a specialist, with help, which helps them. But he has, uh, we are here to report to you, he's made a lot of plays and he's looked fast. I was surprised when we looked it up and he ran a 4-5-3 at the NFL Combine coming out of college at Clemson before he was a sixth-round pick. Probably why, I mean, if, he ran, if he ran a 4-4-2, he's probably a fourth, third-rounder, right? He's but small. even then, he was on three teams. This is his fifth. T- the Niners are his fourth team in five years. Well, he played on three teams in three years, the third being Pittsburgh, and then he played for them for two years. But th- isn't that what happens when you're a fringe roster guy who's a yeah. special teams guy and not? Like, he doesn't play much on offense. I mean, how yeah. many do you have his stats in front of you? No, but I think he had 24, 32 catches last year, something like that, low but 30s, like, high 20s. My question would be – But like, it was yeah, by far his best year of his career. Yeah, I mean, how many career – Ray Ray McLeod has 64 career catches, zero career touchdowns receiving. Zero. So, I mean, that's just – He's a fringe backup guy to make the team who they value on special teams, which is important. And I would say teams, I mean, as we all well-documented, was the weakness of the team (laughs) and one of the weaker units in the league, like for an individual team. The Niners special team was an abomination. And then we learned that the Packers was even worse, which I even thought was hard to be possible, but we saw it live happen, and it was crazy to watch. At the worst possible time. Devastating. Uh, he had 38 catches last year, so over half of his career catches. But look how many yards he had. How many did he have? 277. Isn't that a little weird? 
If I give you 40 catches, shouldn't you have like 500 yards? Wait a yards? second. I'm sorry. I was looking at returns. He had 38 returns. Not He, he had 39 catches last year. Okay. But he only For had 277. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I mean, I think he can get open down the field, but I guess we'll see. I mean, I don't know how many opportunities when, he'll have to do that. When I say a guy caught 39 balls in the NFL, what what yardage comes to your head? Uh, yeah, like, um, like probably 380, right? 39, not 10 yards a catch, but maybe eight yards a catch. What would that, what would that math be? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, a lot of guys that catch a thousand yards, catch 80 balls. Like I, 39 catches a lot. Like 39 catches is pretty productive. You don't, I mean, if you have a quarter that rank on their team, probably fourth, probably low because they have guys that are very productive. Fifth. To me, 39 catches is much closer to 500 than it is 200. Because you get three or four plays at 40 yards. I mean, boom, you're already at a, over 100. That's, I mean, that's a lot of balls thrown your way. Because you're not catching every ball thrown your way. So, I mean, was he targeted 50-plus times? 66. He actually like it was a pretty – he played a role in their squad last year. 66, John. He, he's Targets. Not, He's not getting 66 targets. He's not getting 66 targets. But, um, you know, maybe they... I saw someone say in the chat, it's fair. I mean, Ben was dinking and dunking last year. Ben was like turned into a big version of Alex Smith. If you watch them play, like they were not throwing If he was dinking and dunking, how come Ray Ray only caught under 60% of the balls thrown to him? Uh, someone just said he had 10% of his drops. Oh, okay. Well, that explains that. Like, if you're dinking and dunking, your catch percentage should be higher yeah. than 39 catches on 66 targets. Not, not everyone's. If he, uh, ball, if he drops the ball, he's not going to get on the field. You know, not everyone's father was a bricklayer and turned their kid into Jerry Rice. Some, you know, it's not everyone's that equipment manager out of practice does not drop a ball. Who is that guy? I don't we know. Find he, that guy. He is Forget about the DJ or the guy that carries the speakers. Truly one of the great, great. Uh, equipment trainer, low level assistant coaches I've ever seen catch the ball. I've never, I haven't seen one ball hit the ground. He's got, he wears like this tan long sleeve, a hat. I mean, kind of looks like a shorter version of Chris Kasarek, right? Yeah. Like, by like, and he just, you don't even hear the ball when it hits his hands. He catches it so soft and he'll tuck it. It's impressive. And these guys are throwing BBs too, like you pointed out. Would not happen if you put me or you out there. No. So, uh, you know, this is what happens when you don't get your starting receivers out there all the time. You uh, you start finding other ways for other guys to get involved. But somebody asked how badly did he beat Ambry Thomas today um, on this chat. Yeah, he beat him. I mean, he was – there was nothing Ambry Thomas was going to do. He was by him. And uh, as long as the ball wasn't underthrown, he was getting beat. And he did. He was by him by I don't know three yards, four yards. Yeah. It was gonna be it was gonna take a bad throw to, for him to catch up. So, John, before we go on, let's tell the people about our friends at Indeed, Indeed.com/slash/ham. Where right now, when you use Indeed.com/slash/ham, you get a seventy-five dollar credit towards your first sponsored job post, and you can earn up to $500 in extra sponsor job credits with Indeed's virtual interviews. Yep, guy. Indeed. Let's think about that, virtual interviews. You're looking to interview someone, and the t- times have changed, right? We used to always meet in person. 
Now there's this thing called the internet and there's a thing called Indeed that uses instant match to find the candidates that fit what you're looking for, right? You want to find the candidates that fit you. So if you're listening and you're in HR, you run a small business, you, you know your company's looking for someone, go, why don't we uh, jump on Indeed.com slash ham and check out the best ability to find human beings that are looking for jobs? Indeed is an unbelievable, powerful hiring partner delivering four times more hired hires than all other job sites combined. Join the 3 million businesses right now that are on Indeed. In the minute we've been talking to you about it, 16 hires made on Indeed. Oh, When you sponsor an Indeed post, you are three times more likely to get a hire in the U.S. And finding great talent should not be a second job for you. You can no, hire faster and better, more efficiently, which means you save yourself money. So sign up for Indeed now. Get a $75 credit towards your first sponsored job post, plus earn up to 500 bucks extra in sponsored job credits with Indeed's virtual interviews. Visit Indeed.com slash ham to learn more. Claim your credits at Indeed.com slash ham. Indeed.com slash ham. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need. Indeed. Indeed. ButcherBox.com slash ham. And another special deal, free for a year, you get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at ButcherBox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. ButcherBox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at game time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called game time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park, been there a million times, never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app, your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. A blue whale was spotted off the coast of Vancouver. It's the largest animal ever to grace the planet. The largest dinosaur weighed around 85 tons. Some male blue whales weigh as much as 200 tons. I don't even see that. It's so much weight that I don't even have. A, a reference blue, for how much weight that is. A blue whale's heart is six feet wide and weighs 400 pounds. So it's basically a nose tackle, a massive <laughs> nose tackle, but two of them side by side. Oh my God. Six feet wide. I don't, I need to know like how many stories long that is for me to be even be able to comprehend it. Right. Like what, tonnage. I have no reference point. For do you tonnage. know how many pounds a ton is? Uh, I don't know, a thousand, two thousand. I think a ton is two thousand pounds, so be four thousand pounds. But again, I don't even have like you say ten stories. I can visualize that. I have no point. Like, how much does it? What does it feel like when a ton drives over your foot? Like, I don't. Thank God, I don't know the answer to that. And I just have no. At a certain weight, it's all just way too heavy. Like height, I can like height's like wow, that thing is really tall. Weight is just impossible to even have, you know, like there's no way for me to comprehend it. Like it feels like it would hurt a lot running into Trent Williams, but until you ran into him and have him throw you, you wouldn't quite understand the power that he possesses, right? Like it's clear he's big, but like how much power does the guy possess? You don't truly know until you feel that power, right? And I've even that foot run over by a golf cart doesn't hurt that much. Foot run over by a car, I think feels dramatically different. Depending on the car. Who was it? I remember when well, it wasn't you. 
That is your finger slammed in a door, car door, after ninth grade freshman baseball practice. Scott hurt. Maybe it was Scott Dickey. Don't remember. Uh, Corey on the stream says, I'm actually not sure that Jimmy could throw the ball far enough to throw a deep ball. All of his deep throws look like he was conjuring up all of his Hail Mary strength. It might uh, be fair. Throwing it deep enough and on target, I think, would be the problem. He overthrew Emmanuel Sanders. How far was that throw? I think for him to have a chance to throw, and this is where like I don't think Trey's going to fall into this category. Obviously, all the big dogs, Herbert, Mahomes, Allen, for example, they don't need to have their feet set. I think Jimmy had to be in like, you know, like a guy in the outfield mm. who needs the perfect like crow hop. And then there's like Raul Mondesi who could be like sitting with his legs crossed and gun the guy out. Yeah, from, like, Yeah, so it's just, I, I think Jimmy, part of it is he has to be fundamentally perfect to to let the ball rip rivers ryan i think fall into that category those guys i would say have a little rivers toward the i mean his arm wasn't great toward the end but i think in a perfect world trey will not have to be set remember the the pass we were showing last week like can he do things because of his physical gifts that and that i mean that really wouldn't you say why mahomes allen or herbert are like viewed as just such superstar players as their physical attributes are just freakish Mahomes' his highlight plays, the majority of them have been like off one leg, across, not looking, throwing BBs, right? Yeah. yeah. Was it the Herbert throw? I guess he kind of crow hopped a couple of years. Was it last year where he threw it like 85 yards in the air, hit the guy in stride? And I think DJ said like, this is the best throw I've ever seen live. I think I think one of Herbert's greatest throws was his college throw against Auburn where he's backpedaling and he throws it to the opposite corner of the end zone his last year at Oregon. Touchdown. Do you remember that throw? I don't really. I don't think I watched the game. I only watched the fourth quarter. I can't remember what I was doing, but like I got home the game because it was like gotcha. I remember it was a noon kickoff or one kickoff. Yeah. So by the time I remember turning it on, tight game, fourth quarter, it was like 3 30. I missed. I'll have a to lot find you that throw. I, and I think it was an all, I think an all time throw from him. Was that but a fantastic right. game start to finish? No, it was got no. kind of boring. Um, all right, we saw Debo Samuel today. If you want to see what we saw, not all of it was allowed to be posted, but there's about 90 seconds of it. The video is actually up on our YouTube Haberman channel. was reprimanded. Uh, I, I got. I almost got in trouble. I almost got banned. No. Uh, you're not allowed to film off the field, but then he stepped on the field, and that's so we were allowed to film it. And he was out there having some fun. And, you know, he, he rem- I remember when I'd get a new pair of shoes, when I would get a glove, definitely a baseball glove, I would – take it to bed with me when I was a kid. So Debo was not going to practice today, but he had his gloves on. He had a football. He kept walking around the field. He was playing catch with Juwan Jennings. Uh, he had the practice script in his, in his pants and, and behind him. And one thing watching him, and this is a common thread with a lot of the guys that John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan like, one thing that does make you feel really good about Debo, when they pay him, which they're going to do, the guy, I think it's pretty clear, loves football. Like, you don't have the season he had last year to play the way he plays, to run the way he runs, to fight the way he fights for yards. Watching him out there today, just having a good time, he likes being around the – you don't say that forever. Everybody doesn't love football. You scouted. I'm sure it was a question – we've talked about this, that you would ask when you were scouting a guy like, does this guy love football? Debo Samuel loves football. And I think that was one of the things I took away just watching him today – he is enjoying – He's maybe he's here because he has to be, but it looks like he is enjoying being back on the field with the Niners, even though he's not practicing. You know, 
during the draft when a guy who's you know mocked is like a top 20 player and then ends up going like 57th and everyone's like I do not get how this guy fell and Mel Kuyper's giving him an A because the guy fell and like three years later it's like oh yeah that's kind of why he fell because I think anytime that the word gets out it was like this guy and I say it all the time the media gets very uncomfortable with this around draft time is like they don't want balance they want you to eat breathe and sleep it because it really matters. <laughs> this is like you practice all the time. It's really hard. And when you're not practicing, you're in a room lifting. Like, and then you're going to the meeting to watch yourself of what you did on the practice field. And if you didn't practice, you watch your teammates practice and take it away mental reps. It's hard. It's tedious. I, I thought uh, Alex Mack had an incredible quote to Alec, uh, Albert Breer about it's it's – it's a consistent uh, monotony of I'm butchering the quote, but whatever his quote was, it's like over and over the same shit every day to maintain being good at the craft, basically saying like to be good, you have to be cool with just doing the same thing over and over at a really high level. And it's really kind of boring in a weird way. You got it. So basically you have to love it. And I, I hearing you say that about Debo, I, I think a lot of the 49ers star players fall into that category. When we walked around the other side of the field today, Bosa and Trent have not taken live team reps, but he Bosa was over there with the D lineman. And there was a rep or two where it was like, Jesus Christ, he, he couldn't have gone any harder. Like he's not there just fucking looking at butterflies when he, when he's actually repping. I don't blame them for not putting him in or Trent. Trent a little different because the old lineman – we're, we're going less hard than Kassarik and the crew. I mean, they were doing legitimate four or five step get going, right? Yep. And you're just watching Bosa like, holy shit. And then you realize there's a reason that they go, yeah, Nick's allowed to stay. We have zero reservations about anything he brings to the table. He needs to be here right now because it's mandatory, and he does show up, and he gives us everything he has. And I think you need that. I think the Patriots really separated themselves. Obviously, they had Tom Brady, but they had a bunch of guys that were just like, you got to drag these guys off the field. And Edelman's not as good as Debo or whatever, but like Edelman was, you had to drag it. Clearly Gronk, McCourty, Slater, Hightower, they built their team around that. You could argue the Niners high-end players, again, they don't have Tom Brady, but like the Patriots weren't as talented as the Niners non-quarterback, right? The Niners have more talented players at premium positions. Now it's just on the quarterback. I, I'm telling you, I... If they're healthy, I think they're easily one of the more talented players or teams in the league because not only do they have the talent, like I know all those guys fucking will go to war. <laughs> Starting with Debo. I mean, we we saw him. I mean, it was just relentless. Yeah. And we know Kittle's like that. We know Bosa's like that. We know, I mean, Jimmy Ward, I looked at one time. I was like, God, why is Jimmy trying so hard? This doesn't, Armstead's with his baby. Like, he does not need to be doing this. Jimmy Ward tries hard every practice we've been to. It's crazy. Yeah. At one point during 11 on 11, we looked at the other field and, and Bosa was just doing sprints. Like he practices, he practices hard. He might practice harder than anybody. Like Kittle practices hard, but it's kind of hard to practice because you're not allowed to. You, you know, know, a guy that I've seen away or you, no one's trying to tackle you. Right. But Bosa is a hundred miles an hour. I'm not saying he's on these guys' level, but a guy that clearly just loves it, and he played like this in college, and clearly they love him, is Hufunga. Like yeah. If you just kind of keep an eye on him, and then like when he's on the sideline, he's always talking to a coach. It seems like he's always having a – he's engaged. Yeah. That, I feel they have a very engaged team, and this when we talked about it coming in, like what would Debo be like, his true colors have shown. 
right? There, there's a reason that I, I, you can argue over the amount of money, but they're very comfortable with the football player and the football. Like, I, is there a chance that and the guy? Like, they're comfortable with the guy. Yeah, that's what I mean. The, the yeah. whole package you get with the football player as a foot on your team. The Titans weren't totally comfortable with AJ Brown because if you were loved everything about him, wouldn't you find a way? You would think. I mean, the one thing with them is Vrabel seemed pretty heartbroken over having to trade him. But yeah. maybe it was as simple as Tannehill's contract completely screwed him, and they wouldn't have been able to do some other things. But I, do you ever like to trade blue chip players who are no. war daddies? No. But maybe they felt. I mean, again, why couldn't they have played the same game that I was played? Like, do you you have to play for us this year? I know. But I just, maybe they I just, really like Traylon Burks. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they like Traylon Burks more than the Niners like Traylon Burks. Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't like trading war daddies who are elite players. And I, I know that some, certain guys get injured more than others, but it's just we've seen it now these last two years, like in the trenches of the big games. Like that's without those guys, you have no chance. And this gets back to the Patriots. They've had a lot of them. Honestly, the Chiefs, you would say these last four years, like their five or six core players were just like, I'll go to war with these guys. Doesn't mean you win every game, but like you step on that field going, we're going to win the game. And that's Chris Jones, Kelsey, Tyreek, obviously Patrick, the Honey Badger was like that. I think they thought very highly award, you know, that's why the Niners valued them. So you look at, look at the Niners couple guys that they took, you know, they clearly like they have their core guy. Like they know what it looks like with Debo, Kittle, Bosa, Trent. I think Staley obviously fell under that too when they transitioned to Trent. They went and got Ray McLeod, who just was starting for the Steelers, who have an incredibly high standard. Uh, the I forget the guy's name, but the safety that they signed from uh, from the Colts, who I mean, that's a place is just a a place that's just Odom, I think is his last name, George and uh, and George. Ward and Ward from the Chiefs. Like they weren't signing guys from you know the Jets or the Lions. Now you could argue that those teams usually don't have players were signing on this reason they suck uh but and good teams typically just have they just can't sign everybody because they to be good you're going to have high price players it's just part of the nature of the sport but and i'm not even putting ray ray on those other guys even wards on a different level than the other two guys like he was a 15 million dollar a year corner from the one of the best teams in football but you just know like this guy's been in the trenches for four years in the biggest games in the last several years as a starter. And I think that really matters. I mean, it, it truly does. That's why, like, Debo's value, part of Tyreek and, and Devontae's value are so high is, like, those guys have played in the biggest games and dominated. Like, Debo, ultimately, his value, why the Niners could be, like, 10? Have you seen this guy? Have you seen this guy? In yeah. the biggest, baddest games, this guy was the baddest motherfucker on the field like that. And no one on TV in the stands on the sideline argued. It was like, yeah, I guess the best player on the field right now. Yeah. There's no stat padding, cheap stats. These are no, there's no like, you know, cousins is like half their season was must win games. And he, and he flipped the switch in those games, right? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. I just like, I like his energy. I do too. Happy guy. Walking around, he spent a lot of time with Jennings. Spent a lot of t- it was it helped actually helped him today that Jennings and Ayuk were not participating in practice because they just hung out the whole practice. Danny Gray a little bit too, right? He just could hang out with the receivers. And I remember I was Ayuk that said a few weeks ago, "Yeah, we just got done Facetiming. We just Facetimed with Debo in the locker room." So maybe those guys get it. Maybe Ayuk gets it. Maybe you know they get some credit for 
being a place where he being teammates that he likes that he wants to be around. But it also gets back to when you draft, like, you know, when all else fails, you should try to draft good guys and good people. Yeah. Because you end up like their their energy does matter. Like when you do get the Albert Haynes worse and the TOs, like they can suck the life out of a franchise. And for the most part, you would say the Diners under Kyle have not had those guys at all. Even Harbaugh had bad guys that were like uh, criminals. Good teammates. But they were they always felt like good teammates on the field, right? Never felt like they had a weird vibe on the field. No. They just you just couldn't once they left the building, holy shit. <laughs> Literally. Uh, ja- Jackson on the stream says, off topic, but my math final is in five minutes. What grade? College? Can you even imagine taking a test? Yeah. Uh, how about this? This little note here. Traylon Burks out of shape because he has asthma. Not ideal, John. Tennessee's hot and sticky, man. It's hard to get the, the Titans know that ahead of time, you think? You think the Titans knew that? I mean, I, there have been guys with asthma that play in football. I used I, to think I had asthma. I was just fat. <laughs> my mom got me one of those things. It was just really she got you shape. the inhaler? <laughs> yeah. You didn't have to go to the doctor and get diagnosed? They just yeah, got you Yeah, but they, I don't think they, you know, I'd say in like 96, did they truly, I'd say they're probably a little more advanced 20 years, 25 years later. Just see if this helps him. Maybe she would just give me, she, I think she thought she had it. Give it to me. Wow. Uh, how it's long? Not, not, that's not ideal. No, I'm just. Would they have Von Miller? Chris on the stream says Von Miller has asthma. It's just preparing and dealing with it. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I would imagine there's a percentage of NFL players that have asthma. There are a percentage of NFL players that have a million things. You just. It's about preparing. Like the guy, hopefully, prepared for the math final. Uh, at the University of Tennessee is where he's taking that final. Damn. Number one baseball, number one baseball team in the uh, country. Is still going to school June eighth. Doesn't doesn't most colleges end like three weeks ago? Uh, I, some of them have like finals like last week. Yeah. Uh, Summer school. I don't know. Academic. I mean, we. I guess we could check the academic calendar for the twenty twenty two school year. University registrar office. Uh, spring semester ends. Yeah, what the hell is going on, man? Exams are May twelfth to the eighteenth. Yeah, we got we got a liar on our hands. No, nope. he said I failed the class the first time. Mini summer school class. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> so, uh, on the stream, Vrabel indicated the Titans were aware of Burke's asthma before they selected him eighteenth overall. Happens. Yeah. Well. Uh. Speaking of things that happen, I don't know what fucking stupid transition that was. Hey, John, speaking of things that happen, and then I could literally transition to any topic at all. John Elway offered 20% of the Broncos in 1998 for $36 million. Now the team's being sold for $4.6 billion. That 20% would have been worth $930 million. Thirty-six million in ninety-eight would have been a lot of money to. Uh, I agree. Up. I would agree. I mean, I, I think we're. I think we're underselling that amount. Not that he thinks like maybe in ten, you know, twenty years this could be worth a hundred million. I, I think it's much easier to play this game. I think we played a lot. Luckily for Elway, you know when they play that like 
There were seven people initially in Amazon and Apple, and two of them took 200 grand to leave. Like, no, yeah, that, no, the Apple guy sold his shares for like a thousand dollars. Okay, that sucks because clearly that guy is not rich. Like, ultimately, John Elway is fine, right? His life has gone pretty fucking well. But I and I, I I'm with you though. I think 36 million is a little unfair to be like that. That seems even though I, and I think we do this sometimes in pro sports. 36 million now is a ton of money. A ton of money. Taylor Gooch just left the PGA Tour for like 15. So it's like 36 million dollars, a lot of money. 25 years ago, you could argue that's an astronomical amount. I mean, guy, the Warriors sold like 10 years ago for 350 million. Like. I think we're underselling the 36 and not I you and agree. I, but that tweet yeah. is just like, everyone's like idiot, moron, Elway. Like I bet in the, don't you think in the nineties, a lot of people, you know, wealthier quote unquote, were offered deals like that. And they're saying no all the time. Hey man, I, I need some influx of cash, 50 million. Nah, I'm good. You can play that game in so many different investments. I, I think it's very, very unfair. Now where it does suck is like, if like John Elway went bankrupt three times, right? That would right, suck. Right. Uh, the chat is letting us know that uh, Nick Bosa said this about Drake Jackson. He does things out there that I definitely couldn't do as a rookie. The way he moves, he's definitely got some impressive stuff about him. Hmm. I would say they're physically they're a little bit different, right? But I, not like Drake. Drake Jackson's not six four. I mean. But most is not either. That's what I mean. Like they look a little like he looks a little more, as you would say, linear than Nick does. Uh, but it's not like he's super, super tall. Drake, we've seen him in person. I don't know what's he listed at. Six two, probably. I, I need to go on a scouting mission when we get to training camp and those guys are in pad stand night side to side. Because I, I honestly feel like they're closer in size. Drake's listed at six three. I don't know if I felt that way. Well, looking no, at I him, didn't, I didn't either. Maybe you can't have him looking stay at the next to Armstead. So maybe. Uh, I'm telling you, I I think he could have a big season for for a second round pick. I mean, big. You get you get eight nine sacks out of a second round pick sixty one. I mean, that would be a home run, right? I think, like to me, what's the minimum number of sacks he could have? And you go, you know, I think they got something here. Like to me, if he had six, yeah, be like, you know, hey, my guy, I might have something here. Because if you get six and then like five or six other wow plays throughout the season of him, like chasing the guy down, you know, batting a ball, well, there's uh, lighting a guy up on maybe like a, maybe a deflected ball interception. Remember, he had that he had a pick against San Jose State. It was kind of his highlight last year. Um, Drake looks too chunky. Interesting. I have not getting eyeballs on him. Felt that way about him. But did you get eyeballs on him today? I didn't get eyeballs on. Him I didn't watch him too much today. No, or I didn't watch him at all today. Really, ninety five. Um, you know, I, I think, like to Randall's point, you can't double everyone on that D-line. Um, you know, he, he has the potential to benefit from being on the team that he's on. You know, one thing I want to tip my hat to these guys huh. and, and, and call me an old soul. I like my defensive linemen to be 91, 95, 97, 99, 98. Like, I like my group all in the 90s. And who is wearing, you're well, saying just, like some things wear like a, a yeah, 78? I think it's changed a little bit over the years. Usually 78 is like, you know, the last guy on your roster if he's pass rushing. 88. <laughs> I guess college you see like an 88. But, on well, the didn't Brady make a big deal that they can now wear different jerseys? 
Yeah, but really, who does it on the D line? Yeah, I feel like it's coming. Linebackers do it. You know, Brady didn't like the Mike linebacker wearing six, or yeah, like Micah Parsons being able to wear eleven. Right. Which honestly, I'm gonna be a new soul on. I kind of like. I like Micah Parsons eleven. I think it looks pretty good. Chandler like, Jones says Chandler Jones is wearing number five this year. See, I don't like that. No. Do you do you agree though, Micah Parsons? If you are standing up, I don't mind. You know, eleven. I thought he looked pretty good in eleven. Maybe it's because he just looks awesome. It does fit his body. Yeah. You would say historically, like he would wear 55 or 50, you know? Yeah, D Ford was 55. He feels like a fit. Parsons feels like a 56 to me. Yeah. Uh, Michael says Drake Jackson plus 3,000 for defensive rookie of the year. We've we've gone through this before, uh, maybe a few weeks ago. We actually did a video on Drake Jackson's defensive rookie of the year chances. It's a tough nut to crack. Like usually the defensive rookie of the year is just one of the best defensive players in the NFL that year. Yeah. And What's his name? A few years ago from the Colts led the league in tackles as a rookie to win. Darius Leonard, Aaron Donald, uh, Micah, Parsons. My, Micah Parsons. Like you, you could make arguments like they got defensive player of the year votes, right? It'd be like you have like Nick Bosa season, but you're a rookie. <laughs> Maybe not quite that good, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not like, well, he was a second rounder and he had seven and a half sacks. Well, it's like, yeah, so-and-so led the league in interceptions and is a pro bowler who was a second round pick, right? And it was clearly like a top five corner. Like that's usually the guy, you know, let's say Patrick Sertain. I'm not saying he did, but let's say he had nine picks. You don't like Patrick Sertain? No, no. Is, Is Sertain the one the Niners could have had when they traded back? Uh, or no, Asante Samuel Jr. That's who it yeah, was. Yeah, Asante Samuel Jr., Aaron Banks. Even though we uh, saw Aaron Banks today, he looked, we thought he looked a little thinner. I thought he looked a little slimmer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Marcus Peters, the last DB to win the award, had eight picks and two touchdowns as a rookie in 2015. Actually, I'm sorry. Mar- uh, Marshawn Lattimore run it with um, five interceptions. Again, so both those two guys on their rookie year were immediately Pro Bowl guys. <laughs> I love this list, John. Here are your defensive rookie of the years. Micah Parsons, Chase Young, Nick Bosa, Darius Leonard, Marshawn Lattimore, Joey Bosa, Marcus Peters, Aaron Donald, Sheldon Richardson, Luke Keekley, Von Miller, and Dominican Sue. Let's go back to 2010. So defensive rookie of the year basically means, yeah, you're about to be a stud. D'Amico Ryans won it the year before Patrick Willis won it. I don't think you listed anyone that wasn't like a top, either first or second round pick. Well, like the, there was I mean, no like undrafted free agents. <laughs> So I would uh, I would not take like a fifth round pick just because you can get t- hundred to one odds or something. Brian Cushing, Gerard Mayo, Patrick Willis, D'Amico Ryan, Sean Merriman, Jonathan Vilma, Terrell Suggs, Julius Peppers, Kendrell Bell, linebacker for the Steelers, probably had a bunch of sacks. I'm guessing on a Nine. really good team probably helped. Yeah, second team All Pro as a rookie. Uh, Brian Urlacher, Javon Kirst, Charles Woodson, Peter Bulware, Simeon Rice, Hugh Douglas. I mean, the list is just yeah. It's, defensive rookie of the years are just the best if Drake players. Jackson were to win it, he's you're basically assured to have like another star on the team. Right? Yeah, he's an all pro. I mean, he's <laughs> he's an all pro. Yeah. It's just a ridiculous. I pro- I, then I probably wouldn't bet him. Yeah, you'd have to take well, but we talked about it like this in in this particular draft. There were a ton of defensive linemen, right? But none that anyone thought. I mean, KV, uh, Kayvon. Yeah, but it wasn't we, anyone that was like obviously Nick Bosa, right? 
But let's say Thibodeau Hudson. has like 11 sacks and is like a second team all pro. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but like he would immediately be the guy, even if he's on a shitty team. Right, you, right, right. Aaron Donald, when he got to the Rams, they were terrible. Like if you, if it's like, God, Kayvon should have been the number one overall pick. Like if it's that clear year one, he will win defensive player of the year and he'll just be the star on the Giants, right? Or Jeremiah Johnson or whoever. Like if they just like, this is one of the best defensive players in the league. He'll be the pick and then he'll be like, this guy's just going to be a star in the league. Like I bet Micah Parsons, don't you think a lot of people like preseason are going to pick him to be the defensive player of the year this year? Yeah. You know, a guy like that. Yeah. Him, him, Nick Bosa, I would say, Aaron Donald, Miles Garrett. I mean, it'll be a crew of like six guys. He'll be one of them. Jets will be playing with the lead a lot. So maybe Sauce Gardner will get a bunch of picks. The lead in practice. <laughs> Kyle Hamilton, never a bad bet. That's not, you just have to get some picks. Yeah. Uh, Kair Elam, cornerback, Bills. Like you're going to be, he's going to, ball's going to be in the air. Yeah. Against Buffalo. Well, he's a guy, right? He has n- seven picks. And they're the one seed, and it's like, is Elam uh, the second best corner in the league behind Jalen Ramsey? Boom. Pro Bowl, defense player of the year. That's what happened to Lattimore, right? Went to a really good team, was awesome, clearly was elite. He's been a star ever since. Yeah. Bruce Smith did wear 78. That's a good call. Yeah. Pulled it off pretty well, too. I mean. They're outliers, right? Bruce Smith. uh, What's his name for the Chiefs forever? Uh, he died what, in a car accident. Derek Pass Thomas? Rusher. Yeah, Derek Thomas. What number did I, he wear? I think 58. But that feels... And he was like technically an outside linebacker. I mean, I've always... You know, Von Miller did the same thing. You know, outside, like when I look at Von Miller, he's a pass rusher. He's a, he's a defensive end. You know, You're saying like he should have been wearing 97? Yeah, like even Alden stood up a lot. Like Alden was a, was a lineman, right? I didn't view Alden like... To me, a linebacker is like Fred Warner, Luke Keekley. Alden Smith went forward. Linebackers go sideways, backwards. That's true. But it feels like there's edge rushers are like in a different category where they can wear numbers in the 50s. Yeah, but wouldn't you like Vaughn? Like, okay, an edge rusher. But when you say the word edge rusher, do you think linebacker or or defensive lineman? Defensive end. Yeah, defensive yeah. lineman. Like I put Alden, Vaughn in that category, right? You say Khalil, edge rusher. Yeah. Khalil Mack. Um, if the Rams and Niners trade coaches, would they project the same win loss? I think so. Yeah. They'd both be good. Difference is the Niners would need a new coach in two years when McVay leaves. Would you say the Rams are the pretty heavy favorite to win the division? Yes. Have to be right with everyone returning and the quarterback. They're probably the favorite to win the NFC, right? I mean, I, I, the odds might are probably pretty close to them in Tampa, but like just if you were betting, who would you You'd have to pick the Rams, right? I'd pick the Rams. I mean, I I don't think Tampa has a new you, coach. New coach. I don't. I don't know. I, I I don't do the whole football gods, blah 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 blah, all that shit. I'm not saying that, but she made him retire, guy. Tom retiring for 40 days and then coming back like Lent or something. It's just I don't. It could be weird. That's all I'm saying. Could be weird. I would ride with the defending champs. You know who Icky Johnson is. The former football player that had his arm, who got in the bad. He's like a motivational speaker now. He played at the University of Tennessee. He get, he had a tackle, I think, like late 90s. Arm went numb, lost his arm. He's like a motivational oh, speaker now. Teams okay. have him. Inky, the, in, with an N. Inky. Yeah, Inky. So the the Bucks. he speaks to a lot of colleges. He speaks to, like, companies. 
the Todd Bowles brought him in and must be buddies with him. They did this picture. The Bucks tweeted out this morning of like him speaking to the team. You know who was in the like front and center front row sitting there? Tom. Yeah. You just think like teachers and coaches are big on their like when I was at Fresno State, tell everyone sit in the front row, sit in the front row, sit in the front row. Tom's just sitting in the front row. Now, granted, he was like on the steps, like there are all these chairs, and then in the middle, there's like steps that go up. He had a roller, but like he was front and center. It's pretty uh they really it's a big benefit. Like smart people sit there, stage engage. Dumb people just forces you to listen. I was always back because I didn't have to pay attention. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Not asleep, but also not totally awake. Like, were you a front class hitter? Depend on the class. Probably. Varied. Probably early in my life, yes, and then as time went on. Yeah. Less so. In college, if it was like a big stadium seating type situation, never in the front. No, same. I would have gone for Inky. I would have gone for Inky. Yeah. Would have gone for Inky. Um, all right, Warriors-Celtics tonight. If you're watching this before Wednesday, I think this has a chance. If you're watching this or listening to this before the game, I think Boston is – the best environment there is in in basketball. Uh and Belichick, I can't check Portnoy. Portnoy and Draymond gonna do like a podcast post. I feel like Portnoy, this is all leading up to him and Draymond collaborating. This is the way Portnoy's playbook usually goes, right? Yeah. So I think that's gonna work out. But um the Warriors were this close to playing in Miami. Like the Warriors were one game away from playing the Heat and playing in a in an arena that is just beneath Steph Curry and Draymond Green and the NBA Finals, like everyone's everyone's wearing white and they're just hanging and nobody's really into it in Miami. I honestly, it's it's beneath an NBA Finals Warriors matchup. Steph Curry and Draymond and Clay and these guys, Kevon Looney, they belong in an NBA Finals in the Garden. They belong there, right? Like this, their careers are more complete because they're going to have a Finals in the Garden instead of a finals on South Beach. Agreed. They played some and, good. Uh, I mean, Cle- Cleveland brought it, and the Raptors brought it. I mean, they played in some pretty good ones. This would be the best. Yeah, I mean, there are – somebody pointed out to me on Twitter, like sometimes, like small markets are great, right? Like Oklahoma City, great environment. Indiana, phenomenal environment. Magic, you know, peak Sacramento, great. Um, a lot of these places, when they're good, are good, are like really good. Miami, they're really good, and it is so average. From a crowd standpoint on TV – 
and Boston is just, you know. I, I mean, let's face it. Is Miami just kind of a bad sports town given the environment of the city? Yeah. I, it sure feels that way. I mean, it's hard, right? Because not like the Marlins are ever any good. Tampa's good, but I don't blame anybody for not going to those games. Uh, I guess that's not Miami, but. I know what you mean. I mean, I, honestly, I feel Tampa kind of falls closer to that category, too. It doesn't feel like Tampa, even with Tom Brady, like some fucking yeah, crazy, true. raucous environment, does it? It's a good point. It just feels like Florida just doesn't have the vibes. No. We're just you, so lucky that the Warriors got a Boston series. I can't wait to see Draymond against this crowd. Yeah, can't either. Belichick, Portnoy, Draymond. You know, the other night I was watching Wal- Ga- Wahlberg. I got Wahlberg. Uh, is Neil Diamond going to do the anthem? Is he still with us? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's still with us, I think. I got pissed off the other day because um, game one, they didn't show the starting lineups. They showed the anthem. They did not show the starting lineups, which I think is insane. Like, if I ran a local team television network, I would insist that we show the starting lineups every night, whether it's NBA or Major League Baseball. We, let's show the line. Let's show. It's a show. It's, it's everybody on earth who is a sports fan has some idea of the song they'd want to play when they get introduced of what it's like, how many people have done that. And now here I come through the, everybody does starting lineups in their head for themselves. It's such a show. You got to do it. My take was imagine Vince McMahon having the WWE and you turn it on and they just start the wrestling. Nobody walks down the tunnel or walks down the ramp. They just, start the wrestling like walking down the ramp is part of the thing well then a buddy of mine who works for abc texted me he's like well the problem is they keep the lights down for starting lineups and it's hard for us to show it doesn't come across good on television if the lights are down for the lineups we can't really shoot it It doesn't look good i was like all right and he said they refuse to turn the lights on for us for television it's like all right well i guess i kind of get that but the, the, war- the, the warriors well, just like teams in general. Yeah, yeah, like they want to do their show in the building. But I could swear I've seen light down starting lineups that look pretty good. I just – I think oh. it's such a missed opportunity for big games not to have the starting lineups. Yeah, you're talking about the actual guys running out. Yeah, high yeah. Through their own guy six foot four from yeah. Davidson, number 30, all, and the crowd's booing. And high-five in his teammates. Yes. Yeah. You need that, man. Like, and then this when the last show. guy comes through, you get together and you start doing the hype. Yes, this is a show. This is a show. Like, like come on. Know. I agree. All right. Uh, well, the Niners, you and I, have you have suggested maybe Kyle cancels things on Thursday. If he doesn't, then we'll be back with another uh, live report from practice. But we'll see what's going on. Peace. Later, everybody. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.